This is In the Know for Thursday, July 13, the 194th day of 2023. There are 171 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Lakeshore Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we're going to update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. The LPD wants to make you aware of something. We will also give you a chance to win tickets to the Rolling Stone uh, Rodeo coming up this weekend at the fairgrounds. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. We were talking earlier uh, in the spring about how we at least had the perceived sensation that the ticks were worse this year. Yes. But we thought maybe it was just us, us because <laughs> we were more in tick territory. Yeah. Well. It, if it seems like tick seasons are getting longer and worse, that's because they are. Yeah. And if it seems like 2023 is the worst in memory, that's because it is. Okay. Scientists say that from 2020 to this year, there has been a 100% increase in the number of ticks humans have encountered. Wow. In three years, a 100% increase. Yeah, I'm great. no math genius, but that sounds like a lot. It does. So that explains why we are seeing more ticks, and you got to be more diligent. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley, and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm craning my neck, kind of to look over there in your work area. I'm trying to see if there's an SP sitting oh, around yeah. your work area today. No yeah. SP for us last night. Well, that's usually for just the athletes. Uh, broadcasters don't win SPs no. for greatest sports moments or greatest sports calls or. No, I don't think so. I mean, you de- did have a near riot at the district tournament that you, <laughs> you know, participated in. I, so yeah, well, <laughs> I, I didn't participate in said riot. I, uh, you observed. Yes. You witnessed. Uh-huh. You were you were taken aback, uh-huh. just like everyone else was. I thought maybe that was qualifying for an SP, but uh, not ma- this year, I guess. I guess kind of like many baseball franchises say, well. Maybe next year we'll we'll win it. Hey, showers and thunderstorms are returning today after a ramp up in humidity yesterday. If it seemed like to you the air was particularly sticky last night, there's a very good reason for that. It's because it was. Scattered showers, thunderstorms today, mainly during the afternoon and increasing chances as we move toward evening. We're going to see drier weather tomorrow, but an isolated downpour is possible so officially today, scattered thunderstorms, rain chance of 60%, a high of 90. Rain chance of 40% tonight under scattered thunderstorms, an overnight low of 74. And then a 2 in 10 chance of rain for tomorrow, a high of 91. Now, many people looking ahead to Saturday. Well, it looks like Saturday we're going to have to deal with some rain at some point in time. It's just a matter of where and and when. you got a big event in the community. you got a couple of big events in the community, but... A big day with the Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship that will be happening all day. Of course, events kick off later on tomorrow, and then you have the uh, rodeo later on 
uh, Saturday. So I guess just be prepared and um, and have a weather plan in case those events changed or are moved inside. We know they'll have the Fiddler's Championship. It just may not be outside on the stage, depending upon what the uh, what the precipitation does throughout the day. So, uh, biggest national news headline of the day, U.S. inflation has hit its lowest point since early 2021 as prices ease for gas, groceries, and used cars. Now, you might not have noticed a big difference yet, but it at least has stopped its upward climb. And so maybe it starts to go in a uh, better direction for you on all those things that are necessary. I do feel like, and uh, and it's just based upon what uh, I see experts say, the, the another rate hike from the Fed is likely to just make sure that after this brief uh, res- recession in inflation, then if they don't tighten the economy a little bit, then it'll just run on up. So they are trying to bring it to a gradual slowing rather than slamming on the brakes. So don't be surprised if they don't uh, make one more, at least one more move in that regard. All right, closer to home. The Litchfield Police Department is trying to create awareness about a serial burglar that could be operating in the region and has been known to be in Litchfield, at least on a couple of occasions. On Tuesday evening, the LPD responded to the Hatfield Inn on White Street regarding a complaint that a male attempting was attempting to break into vending machines. They made contact with the suspect, Kevin Sanders of Springfield. The word from the LPD says, During the investigation, Sanders was observed using a tubular lock, a tubular lock picking tool to attempt to open the vending machine to gain access, and after several failed attempts, he attempted to leave the premises before contact was made by law enforcement. He is driving a 1995 black GMC Suburban. It was parked at the uh, nearby gas station. And in plain view, they saw canvas bags similar to money bags in the front seat in addition to miscellaneous hand and power tools. Sanders was arrested and charged with attempted third-degree burglary and possession of burglary tools lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. Now, similar case earlier in July and then regionally has known to be involved in other things as well. So just make kind of making you aware of... Well, he's clearly that, looking up at the say, camera, say, if right? Gonna, if you're going to try and steal something, don't. <laughs> and there's something that looks really familiar about him to me. Mm. Right? Mm. I don't know. Okay. There are a bunch of Sanders from Edmondson County. Oh, uh, well. The U.S. Department of Justice. <laughs> I was just wondering if maybe that was it. because I, I don't know. know. No. I the don't know. U.S. Department of Justice announced yesterday a Kentucky man has been arrested on felony and misdemeanor charges. Stemming from the breach of the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. 46-year-old William Stover of Elizabethtown is charged in a criminal complaint filed in the District of Columbia with felony civil disorder. He also faces a misdemeanor charge of entering and remaining uh, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds and impeding passage <laughs> through the Capitol grounds or buildings. According to court documents, He was identified on closed-circuit television and police body-worn camera footage at the U.S. Capitol building on January 6th. In the footage, it is alleged that Stover pushed against a police line and aided other rioters in fighting against police officers near an entrance to the Capitol building at the Lower West Terrace Terrace Tunnel. So anyway, um, 
man is accused and will uh, get due process, apparently. I was reading a number the other day. I don't know if I read it uh, in a tweet or if it was in this story. Uh, since that day, more than a thousand arrests related to the Capitol breach. So more than a more than a thousand, and I would say not a thousand have been found guilty, or certainly not jailed, but a decent number have. A Hopkins County woman has been charged with attempted murder after breaking into a residence and stabbing a woman multiple times. Monday morning, about 1 a.m., Madisonville police responded to the incident. At an apartment on Seminary Street, police found a 39-year-old Ashley Stafford of Madisonville broken into the apartment armed with a knife. After vandalizing the apartment, Stafford confronted the female occupant and screamed, I'm going to kill you, before stabbing the woman several times. She was arrested and charged with attempted murder, first-degree burglary, first-degree criminal mischief, lodged in the Hopkins County Detention Center. The victim was transported to Baptist Health Deaconess Madisonville for treatment. Hope she's all right. Kind of an interesting story out of a uh, cornfield uh, nearby. A Over $2 million in gold coins have been discovered in a cornfield here in the Commonwealth. More than 700 rare U.S. gold coins dating from 1840 to 1863 were recently unearthed. They are not saying where the cornfield is located precisely. <laughs> nor are they releasing the name of the man who found them. The find has been tabbed the Great Kentucky Hoard, and it includes dollar gold Indians, $10 gold liberties, $20 gold liberty, and 1863 gold liberty double eagles, which is a super rare date that is uh, scarce in all grades. There is a uh, certified collectibles group uh, expert says underneath were just these phenomenally beautiful preserved coins And I think they were preserved so well that they weren't exposed to air and they were buried in the ground. How the coins came to be buried in Kentucky is open to conjecture. But one scenario has a wealthy Kentuckian burying his wealth to hide it from advancing from an advancing Confederate army. That, I mean, would be possible. I'd be curious to know, more curious to know how it was found. It was obviously, if it was hidden from an advancing Confederate army... It clearly was well hidden if we're just now unearthing it. So the circumstances that led to it would be interesting. But So I don't know any more details other than that. It's a story that... Either that or uh, somebody is (laughs) rushing to their cornfield right now Uh looking for their coins. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, I would like to to know more about that. Maybe we know somebody at Wave who has more details because I think that's where we got the, the story. It's one of the few stations I don't really know anybody at. Kentucky State Police say they have arrested and charged a Robertson, you know, Tawana. Not personally. I mean, it you know feels Ryan, like we you know, know her. Ryan Hoke, you uh, know Ryan Hoke. Well, I guess I kind of know. I We mutual friend with Jessica Dobson. Yeah, there you go. So, so there we go. I guess I at least have one. Yeah. You, you got pool. You can find out. State Police say they have arrested and charged a Robertson County couple for allegedly stealing money from the Robertson County Volunteer Fire Department. If you if you were to challenge me and say, name all 120 Kentucky counties, ready, go, I bet I wouldn't pull Robertson out of my brain ever. Really? No, I don't know. Now, you are more likely to because of the area from which you hail. 
Yeah, but it's not like Robertson County is that close. It's closer to you than it is to where I grew up. Well, I, I mean, nobody asked me thirty. <laughs> well, I'm alphabetically, saying, I can start to run through. You know, Allen and Bear, Baron Butler. You know, if that we gave you like the next ten minutes, could you get one hundred twenty? Do you think you could do them all? Other than now that I know Robertson, could I could you have come gotten one Uh No, I'd probably get to one twelve, one thirteen, something like that. And they wouldn't necessarily be in order. You'd forget Edmondson, right? I would start them. I would never forget Edmondson. <laughs> I, I would start them alphabetically, but then I would start to jump around geographically. And see, I would do geographically. I yeah. would go like up in the northern Kentucky and go that way. Mm-hmm. I, it would be a well, combination of those all. two approaches. You're just begging for not 30. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Well, well yeah, I'm good with 30. Okay. Well, so Dry Ridge is where this happened in uh, Robertson County. Because that's Grant County. The Robertson County Volunteer Fire Department. So I wonder why the confusion between. Yeah, and that's that's because when I read that story this morning, I was like, that's. And, and I meant to look to see if Dry Ridge is one of those that has like. I, I bet I know. That's where the state police post is. It is. The state police it post is. is in Dry Ridge. And so they're working the story or they're working the investigation. So that's why the story uh, cut line says Dry Ridge. But it's the Robertson County Volunteer Fire Department. Detectives arrested 58-year-old Larry Burden and his wife Angela Burden, age 57, after they were indicted by the Robertson County Grand Jury on Monday. State police say both were in key roles within the fire department and are accused of using that agency's funds for their own personal gain of more than $100,000. Both have been charged with abuse of public trust, more than $100,000. Complicity abuse of public trust, more than $100,000. Theft by unlawful taking, complicity to theft. Etc. Etc. Both were lodged in the Bourbon County Detention Center, where don't be confused, they do not provide you complimentary bourbon. Said she's fifty-seven. She's fifty-seven. That's what this says. He's fifty-eight. She's fifty-seven. I wouldn't guess that. According to uh, <laughs> according to the story out of Dry Ridge, the UK men's basketball team masquerading as the USA team did turn away the German team at the Global Jam opener yesterday. When I peeked in, the Cats were down. I was in between meetings, and I peeked in, and the Cats were down one, 24-23, and then I never saw any more of it until I later learned that the Cats were able to be victorious. But Antonio Reeves, as we sort of hoped or expected, uh, scored 24. The West Virginia transfer, Trey Mitchell, added 20. They won 81 to 73. They'll play Canada at 8 p.m. tonight. Y- yes, but you can't watch it live. It's going to be on tape delay tonight. On Is Jeff- Rob, Rob Jefferson. Uh, Rob, Jeff- Rob, Rob Bromley on yeah, the call. Yeah. It comes on after the WBKO Channel 13 news. Yeah, it'll be on it. Uh, so <laughs> if you want to watch the game, you're going to have to stay up until 11. That, that's time. kicking it. That's really kicking it old school. I mean. The uh, UK network television game at ten thirty-five, hosted by Rob Brumley, Larry Hammond, right? And, and when he well, that was more the Jefferson Pilot stuff. Jefferson and they Pilot, did do yeah. some. They did do some replay games, but most of the late the delay games were locally produced. So, uh, also the Cats get a new video coordinator. I the buddy the eleven-year-old in me makes me Deal. makes me laugh. Kevin Buddy was named video coordinator yesterday. B U T T Y. But oh. I think they they pronounce it Buddy. Buddy. Yeah, like, like Buddy the My Elf. Buddy. Okay, so not B U T T Y. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, also, the uh, eternal 11 year old in me is also laughing 
at these teen pranksters in Webster Groves, Missouri. You know, some kids go out and do graffiti or they vandalize or they tear things up. I don't like it when kids do that. This kind of made me laugh. They poured a huge amount of detergent into the city hall fountain and just turned it into a major (laughs) bubble bath. So the the neighborhood I grew up in had a fountain in it, and this would be a constant thing to the point where now the fountain doesn't go but it would it would cost a ton of money to the homeowners association to fix it every so this single time is really bad yeah so this was like one of those things that it was like funny the first time and then it got to the point where it was like because yeah. there's like some tablet that they put in it that gets rid of it all if you've ever put the wrong type of detergent in your dishwasher uh-huh. and then just walked away and come back in a few minutes and seen suds all over your kitchen somewhat similar but i'm glad it's not my fountain mm-hmm. but a big Huge, giant bubble bath fashioned sorry, from a fun. water fountain. At least is humorous yeah. to me. I'm just glad it's not my fountain. Yes. Fair enough? Uh, very good. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is French Fries Day. I've kind of decided if it's not McDonald's, Crinkle is my favorite. I can't believe it. It's taken me a long time to get to that point, but I've just kind of decided. That's just, that's just I, the wrong answer. I like crinkle, except for McDonald's. I like McDonald's and the way they do theirs. Well, I, know I do not like the teeny tiny ones. You cannot. And <laughs> you saw those come in through the grocery order. No, I actually, I didn't. I noticed yep, there were. They're in there. They're in there. Yeah, because they're going with the Philly sandwiches. Okay. Well, I think if you uh, have that uh, McDonald's app, I think you can get some free fries today. Yes, that's correct. It's, they definitely celebrate there, and a lot of companies do. But of course, we're huge fans of uh, fans of McDonald's, so you can take advantage of that. Um, but um, I was impressed though with the uh, the fast Mexican place. They're they're fries. They're actually not too bad either. <laughs> I, I do want to say, I the little bitty ones, the little. Was that GD Ritzy's was the first place that I ever had those little bitty teeny tiny fries. I don't even know what you're talking that about. That were thin. So no the Starbucks on Scottsville Road in Bowling Green used to be a GD Ritzy's restaurant. And the only other GD Ritzy's that I recall was in Evansville. And they had kind of these special, they were kind of like a steak and shake burger meets a, um, oh, what's the butter burger? The Culver's. Culver's. It's a combination of those two, but they had the little, I don't even know that I call them shoestring fries, but they're <laughs> smaller than shoestrings. They're just really thin. I just found them hard to eat. I needed, they were the only fries that I needed a fork to eat because there just wasn't enough reward by grabbing one. You how, see what I'm saying? How do you feel about the curly? Um, I was about to tell you that was going to be my next. I would probably rather have the fries I just described than curly. Curly are in a different category, and I don't like them. Now, is that just because the restaurant that does those? I know. He loves the restaurant that does those. I do, too, but I don't really like their fries. I hate the fries. And, in fact, most of those restaurants and I do like curly fries. now have crinkle. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, there's an option for all of us involved. So I'm okay with I that. I love curly fries. Well, it, I don't love any fries, but if I'm going to pick fries, that's... It's, now, does, does the tater tot count? On this day, can you eat that today? Uh, no, no, no. Tater Tot gets its own day. And if you spend any time at Disney World, you'll learn that Tater Tot is a protected trademark because they're actually potato barrels. <laughs> like, 
You want potato barrels with that? You mean tater tots? Mm -hmm. I don't know. They're calling potato barrels for some reason. Because there's, well, I mean, and then, I mean, like a tally ho in Lexington, they have the cheese filled tater tots. Oh. Now that's just dirty pool right there. If you've never had them. Today is Beans and Frank's Day. I was reminded we went through the beanie weenie phase at our house. And now we talked about foods the other day. I think it was. It was last night. Um, well, we one of the questions, one of the points to ponder. I think, I think it was on Tuesday when Yukon oh. was here. It was what food did you eat so much of that now mm-hmm. you don't like it? Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling for Alea, it's beanie weenies, because there for eighteen oh, months she yeah. lived on beanie weenies, and now she doesn't want any part of them. I mean, I kept cans in a purse, a bag, <laughs> in the car at Disney. Right. I mean, it was. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, she's ate them on the beach. It's. Yeah. So happy Beans and Frank's Day, and it's barbershop sh- music, cor- uh, barbershop quartet music appreciation day today. I just spared you. I was going to play Thank some barbershop, but I'm not doing it today. So unless it's the Barber of Seville, I'm not interested. <laughs> Coming too much. Huh? <laughs> okay, we talked about yesterday how parenting is changing so much. Um. The evolution of parents, parenting, it's an ever-changing, ever-flowing thing. And I often think about what it must have been like to be parents when I was a kid. Like when, when my parents were raising children, I often tell you about how you know they would stand in the driveway and watch you drive away and had no idea where you were, and they presume you were coming back, but you were not trackable. You had no electronic leash. You had no... And the way we live today, I can't imagine that feeling. You know, being able to call someone immediately or be able to have, you know, Live 360 or whatever and check your location or my friends or whatever. Just It's just so much different. I talked to you about standing between my parents barreling down the highway in the front seat of the car with no restraint whatsoever, right? We're doing it differently than we once did it. And in that room, for the better. Amen. <laughs> oh, yeah, without, with, without, <laughs> it, without a doubt. Although cars were made, like. Well, they were fortresses, without yeah. a doubt. But, 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 but one, one tank meeting another tank right. still causes a, <laughs> a violent collision. But I remember when people would. The seatbelts, the chrome on the seatbelts would get hot. So to not burn your leg, they just tucked them under the seat where you couldn't get to them. They were an inconvenience. I, but the, it's so weird. I do not remember ever not being restrained. Really? Ever. Yeah. But, I mean, considering my family history in car accidents, that, that would be a biggie. Yeah, for, I can see that. Yeah. Well, a mom has shared a 1970s hospital instructions for new mothers <laughs> and the suggestions just kind of went wild there was a checklist for moms when they go to the hospital <sighs> and one of the things that that jumped out was if you're this is kind of funny unless your baby requires incubator care your baby will be brought to you to feed at approximately 5:30 and 9:30 if your baby is six pounds or under, you will feed approximately every three hours. 6, 30, 9, 30, 12, 30, 3, 30, 6, 30, 9, 30. But then it goes through the list. <clears throat> when it's time to deliver, turn your television off. 
Your baby needs all your attention. Oh, it's when the when the child is delivered for feeding times. This, these are the baby feeding times. B, complete any phone calls. You know any moms that have phone calls while they're feeding their kids now? Shoot, yeah. We got speakerphone, right? Number pods. <laughs> yeah. Number C, not, not letter C. Number C, put cigarette out. Well, yeah, don't be burning that baby. <laughs> D, wash your hands. After e, said cigarette. Yeah. D, make yourself as comfortable as possible, et cetera, et cetera. But it was, so this this sharing of instructions then, of course, made the internet go wild with the, with, with the comments. But one person said, my mom told me she went to the hallway to smoke after she had me. This was 1985. Mm-hmm. And now you got to walk across the street to do it at the hospitals. Another person said, it was the smoking that really got people. Today, we don't even see smoking in restaurants. Can you imagine being in a hospital next to someone puffing away? Well, no it's way crazy to think now. Oh, oh, absolutely. Well, airplanes, airplanes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you you yeah. still you know you're in an old aircraft, and you sit down, and there's an ashtray uh-huh. in the armrest. You like, may want to rethink what? your flight. Like, <laughs> what airline did I step onto here? Am I on TWA Spirit? <laughs> I think you might be. Let's hope Spirit doesn't, but uh, they might. But anyway, all of the advice of just the things that yesterday we played that Tex Ritter song. That smoke, 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 and it said it was talking about. We don't think they hurt you much. You're like, oh, well, uh, yeah. In the in the in the fifties, uh, a lot of people thought that. But my how our knowledge has changed. Krispy Kreme is celebrating its eighty sixth birthday by offering fans a dozen original glazed donuts for eighty six cents when you buy any dozen at regular price mm. tomorrow. So you buy a dozen and then you get an extra dozen for eighty six cents to. Do, do, do we need to call you calling on air here? Let him know. I I already told him. Okay, he's, good. He's halfway I mean, there. Who well, needs? Is he camping out then? I mean, maybe they're sharing. But like, really, who needs two dozen of glazed donuts? Have you had a Krispy Kreme glazed donut? I have. I think if you were living at Cook Ranch with uh, two teenage boys, yeah, that's. True. I think you'd go through two dozen donuts pretty quick. I mean, we have a seven-year-old that can tear through about a half dozen by herself, but if, if she wants to. But not the not the fancy ones. Not the fancy ones. They just need to be, need to be straightforward. She. We also learned she can eat eighteen mini pancakes. Yes. So, when she decides to, uh, we were traveling last week, and uh, so when I saw this little story this morning, it uh, caused me to compare. Travel and Leisure has a new article, and it says, according to seasoned Disneyland veterans, again, this is Disneyland, Disneyland veterans, the number one ride is the Indiana Jones Adventure. Now, even frequent Disney World visitors might not understand. There is a Indiana Jones attraction at Disney's Hollywood Studios, but it is a show. It is a stunt show, and it is not the most popular thing in that park. I will. I would tell you this. What you know as the dinosaur ride at Animal Kingdom is the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. Oh, I would like that. So those Jeeps that go up mm-hmm. and up and down, and da, 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 it's the same exactly ride mechanism, but it's themed as Indiana Jones, and that's why it makes it most popular at chased, Disneyland. Chased by the stone? Uh, 
They do have the, I don't know if there's stone on, yeah, surely there is. It's such a pivotal piece of the, it's part of the stunt show. Yeah. For certain, it's in the opening scene of the stunt show. I mean, I was going to say, it's one of the most famous movies of the entire series. Yeah, Indiana Jones is number one at Disneyland by Disneyland veterans. This Follow- is like a l- list of the best rides? Yeah, okay. according to Disneyland veterans, okay. people who know, you know, who not just your one-off people. Pirates is next. The classic Pirates, very similar between Disneyland and Disney World. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, much different at Disneyland than it's New Orleans themed. Oh, that's cool. In Disneyland. Then Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. That's the best attraction on either property, as far as I'm concerned these days. Now, I love Pirates, and I love Haunted Mansion, and I love Space Mountain, etc., but... The Matterhorn, if you've never ridden the Matterhorn, it is a primitive version of Space Mountain. And then Mad Tea Party ranks number five or six of Disneyland veterans, which surprised me. I don't The Spinning Cups. Oh, okay. Like a scrambler kind of thing? No. It's the one where you get in and okay. you just turn oh, yeah. the wheel. Oh, yeah, and the... yeah I'm, so I'm going to get puke. I'm going to puke just the thinking The mouse about is it. in the teapot, and he comes up and out of the lid. It's Alice in Wonderland themed. Okay. But it's a teacup. It's a teacup. It's a teacup large enough that three cookboys will fit in it. Yeah, and you can turn the, the center <laughs> to make it go faster, like if you want to puke faster. <laughs> Yes, you know, I, and then you I'd can be, reverse the turn if you want to puke on the person behind you. I would definitely be sitting on the bench watching watching them do that. But you're right, Sam. It is the scrambler meets spinning. Okay, yeah, the, because and, so it rotates and you do that number and yeah. I have a photograph of it from last week, but it'll take me too long to find it. And then I found this story when Rennie uh, Diebel's daughter was seven. The two were shopping in the grocery store when a great song came on the uh, overhead speakers. So being doing what a lot of moms do, Dibble started doing a little dance in the aisle, right? Cut a rug. But her daughter looked at her with wide eyes and said, Mommy, something is jiggling. She was initially horrified. The incident with her daughter made her start thinking. Why did my seven-year-old think that a body jiggling was so terrible? She certainly didn't learn that idea from me. She said, our society has such a pervasive anti-fat bias that by second grade, my little girl had already been taught how bodies should look. Research suggests that the body dissatisfaction can start as early as preschool. By age three, children may perceive fat as bad and thin as good. So she had an idea. If kids can learn to distinguish different bodies at such an early age, maybe parents can start the conversation about acceptance earlier. So she wrote a new children's book called B is for Bellies, a celebration of everybody. B is for Bellies is an A to Z picture book that acts as an ode to self-love and aims to encourage kids to remember that everybody is worthy of respect. There are 26 mantras throughout the book that highlight the different ways bodies ebbs and uh, ebb and flow. So I like that. You're looking for con- good I idea. I thought it was interesting. It's now I, you know, we have an obesity problem, obviously, in our right. country. We, we we get it. We understand it, and you need to strive to something better. But not everyone's just. It's not just as simple always as deciding. But it doesn't devalue the person 
And that's kind of what our society teaches people is that you look at somebody and say, well, they're big, they're heavy, they're, and you just automatically think that it's a choice they make. And sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. But while a person is trying to improve their situation in that regard, doesn't mean they should be shamed or considered to be of less value or anything like that. So I thought it was a neat idea, but it's uh, something you're interested in. It's called B is for Bellies. Wherever you buy children's books, I'm sure that it is available. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. we got a chance for you to win. we got tickets to the Rolling Stone Rodeo at the fairgrounds this weekend. We'll be giving away two of those coming up here on In the Know. Did you know, on average, an office worker will use the left hand for 56% of what they type on a keyboard. So 56% of your typing on a QWERTY keyboard is with the left hand, which struck me as a little bit odd, especially when you consider the space bar is used with your right thumb. That makes sense? You would think, you know, there's a space between every word. So you would still, 56% of what you type is still with the left hand. So your A's, your S, your D's, your F's, your W's, See, your, I think your I, B's. I think I probably space with my left hand since I'm left-handed. Well, then you're not a classically trained typist. Well, I type the way I type. Somebody would have broken that habit had you been in my typing class. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I don't think it... Does it does it particularly matter that much? Miss Haycraft would have given you. You've got to be a classically trained <laughs> type of Sam. You may be doing some form what, what of would, typing, but it's not. Uh, you're over there freestyling. There's, you're not classically there's, trained. I'm sure she would have loved somebody that used to work in our building. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought Miss Fulkerson was bad. Well, I heard about Miss Haycraft. Miss Haycraft was do, a stickler. We had to do. Uh, I forget what it was even called, but we played like a, a game on the computer. And it would yell. It would. It would yell. It would yell at you because we all had our headphones on. Was it Mavis Beacon? No, I couldn't even tell you what it was called. I love Mavis Beacon. But it would every time you would if you were supposed to hit the S and you hit the A on accident, it would shock you. It it would no. It would be like S and yell at you, and you would just the teacher would just be up at the top of the room and just see kids hopping and jumping because it would be. So you have, after all, met Miss Haycraft. I guess. (laughs) uh, Listen, we had actual typewriters. Yeah, uh, me too. I no, I did not have any typewriters. IBM Selectric too. Yeah, there I don't even know far as for that. But she loved me. I boy, I was uh, I was a pet. And then we had the little orange. It was like a little orange thing that you put over the keyboard uh-huh. to cover, so you couldn't look down. It would cover it all. Yeah. So you know, I I always like to tell my joke about typing class for me, my favorite class in school. And why? No homework and twenty nine girls. That was true. So Miss Fulkerson would come behind you, like if you looked down, and she didn't smack you with the ruler, but you would feel. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would get. And you'd, you'd look get, up. You get some encouragement. All right, uh, today we are going to give away two tickets to the Rolling Stone Rodeo, which is hard for me to say. It's coming to the Grayson County Fairgrounds on Saturday. They're going to have kids' activities starting at. Six thirty rodeo starts at seven thirty. Do they say start me up before it? I think they should. And then um, it's fifteen dollars per ticket. Tickets are available now online in advance, but it'll be cash only at the gate. So just keep that in mind. They're not going to be swiping cards or PayPal or Venmo or anything like that at the gate. So you need cash at the gate to get in, or you can uh, pre-buy your tickets. But it's at seven thirty. 
It's the Rolling Stone uh, Rodeo, and we have two tickets to give away. Now, it's pretty simple for you to get in the uh, drawing to win. We're going to draw from all the people that text in to 270-259-6000. But here's what I'd like today. Instead of, make, instead of something like just text the word rodeo, I'd like to know your rodeo name. Like if you were in the rodeo, what would your rodeo name be? You know, Buckaroo, Bronkin, Billy, or like what? If you were a, if you were a cowboy or a cowgirl, what would be your Bronk Bustin rodeo name? Don't I have to be Yosemite Sam? I th- I would think the rootinest tootinest. That's right. I would think that that's a you would have to be Yosemite Sam without a doubt. So just text it to two seven zero two five nine six thousand, and you know, I, if you just text in Bob. That's accessible. That's that's acceptable, but it's just not very funny. No. So anyway, we'll draw from all of the entries. Text two seven zero two five nine six thousand. What would be your what would be or is your rodeo name for two tickets to the Rolling Stone Rodeo? Tom Cruise has been showing up at screenings of Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning across the country. He's been just showing up at screenings and joining the crowd and. Etc. So it's time for another Mission Impossible movie. I've kind of I've kind of lost out on the Mission Impossible movies. I saw the first one. I remember the television series, but it, the ser- the movie series just hasn't been compelling to me. Are you part of the? You like Mission Impossible? No. Yes. I mean, it's not that I don't. I just don't know that I've ever really seen any of them. It is prompting a discussion though about best Tom Cruise movies. You will not be surprised that Top Gun is at the top of my list. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> um, Mission Impossible Fallout, many people say, is his second best movie. I don't know it. Jerry Maguire is listed as three. Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. Isn't that a Mission Impossible one? That's at four. And then A Few Good Men is at five. One of my favorites. So... Top Gun and A Few Good Men. But I also don't think you can leave out Risky Business. I don't think you can leave out Color of Money. I don't think... What are some of the other ones? I don't necessarily think you can leave out Days of Thunder. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. To me, they're like they're like a bookends of the same thing. They're a continuation of the same story. The Top Gun... To me, I like the Top Gun franchise better than the Mission Impossible franchise. So... But there are a bunch of others in there as well that kind of get overlooked. Is Top Gun a franchise? I think if you've got two, is two, 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 two is a franchise. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was three. You had well, to get three. I mean, McDonald's started with two restaurants, or was started with one, and then when they gained a second restaurant, that was a franchise. So yeah, I guess that would make that would make sense. Uh, this happened while we were away, and I saw the headline, and it kind of puzzled me. Maybe Sam, you're maybe more. I'll tell you this right now. I already know where you're headed. Learn, <laughs> learn it on this. The Wimbanyama Britney Spears kerfuffle. I don't really know. Britney Spears is furious with Wimbanyama's security. Said she got slapped. She was trying to go up and say hello to him. They basically said, who's this old lady? And those are my words, not her. But, I mean, Britney is twice the age of Wimbanyama. Yeah. So, it's not, hey, cute little teenage Britney Spears going and up it's to also, I mean, big, tall Wynn Is she that recognizable anymore? 
Because well, you got to think, he was born in like 0102. Really, when she was big, he was a baby. I think sh- you can't go to Vegas without seeing her face. So it happened in Vegas. Yeah. So she's more likely to be recognized in Vegas than anywhere. But he's French. So I don't yeah. know whether. I don't know. Parlez-vous uh, français? Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers, and the Jets. That's just about as surprising as you saying Top Gun is your favorite Tom Cruise movie. (laughs) Hard knocks. Yeah, not surprising. But what do we know? The Jets will not win the Super Bowl. I could have told you that. Oh, yeah, but it's the hard knocks curse. I mean, they will will not be successful. Netflix's new quarterback show catches Patrick Mahomes on video saying the Bengals are better than the Bills. Does that make you happy to know that Patrick Mahomes even thinks that? No, because that's just just fact. I mean, it, it's the truth. Well, I, I understand you, that you feel that way, but you don't like the idea that you and Patrick Mahomes agree on this point? Well, I mean, he and he went on in the clip and pretty much to say that he he thinks the Bengals are better, but he also wanted the Bengals to win because he knows that every single time that those two teams play, it's a great game and it comes down to the end, which is, you know, for those guys like that, that's what they live for, you know, the chance to win at the end of the game and... Sadly, he, he got the best. Yeah, last I mean, time. just whipping everybody can't be fun. Like, and you win every game 100 to nothing, that eventually does is no yeah, fun. Yeah, and it's it's just uh, everybody's watching. You're on the edge of your seat. Uh, now, it's it's not as fun when your team's involved. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. It's really stressful. But. I can see that. The Emmys are out. The ESPYs are out. The Emmy nominations are out. The ESPYs are given away last night. Did you hear anything out of the ESPYs that made nope. anything interesting? That, no, I didn't watch a second of it. It was just paying any attention to the ESPYs. All right, we'll figure out who's going to walk away with the rodeo tickets. you still got time. Text your rodeo name to 270-259-6000. we got that. Point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, chart toppers, and more. Coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What word do you always have trouble pronouncing? What word do you always have trouble pronouncing? We all have one. When I was little, it was sausage, but now probably Worcestershire. Oh, that's that's hard for everybody. Yeah, I was going to say that's almost... Because there are five different ways to say it, and I don't know which one is right. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce, you know, but... W sauce. Yeah, and then you get people, though, that say Worcester, Massachusetts, and it's like, that's not spelled Worcester, Mm -hmm. so I I don't know. (laughs) Um, I, I will tell you, it's a word that comes up a lot, and I know that there is... Only one R in Governor Bashir's name, and it's uh, it's at the end of the word. But when I get in a hurry, mm-hmm. Bashir, I it it I don't burr. put the bruh, I put the burr. Mm-hmm. It, it Bashir can sometimes turn into Bashir because I'm so quick to get to the R. I'm like I I know mm-hmm. without a doubt. I'm like I've never been unclear that there's only one R in their name, but in a hurry. An, an extra R. I'm an R adder. What is the one that I, I do that I don't probably realize that catches your attention? Um, you know, I don't know. There's not one. When I when I pondered this, I couldn't I could not process for either of you okay. and go. Here's the one that I would pick out for you. Okay. You see, I don't I don't know that one exactly comes to mind. I know that you, you say you're, you're an R adder. A lot of people are S adders. Mm, uh-huh. Oh yeah, they add yeah. on like they say Kroger's uh-huh. or <laughs> Joe Burrows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that happens. But I know that I'm sure there are others, but I have a, I mean, it's it's my profession. I have a pretty good, I'm pretty articulate, but I clearly know that I have words that I go, ooh, 
that one for whatever reason. Yeah, is. and I think because of our jobs, we're, we are more apt to go to, and listen to the pronunciation of a word mm-hmm. just because of our profession. I saw some funny, um, the Wrath of Kath, there were, I can't remember, well, I can't have the whole list now. I sat here and took a long, long quiz yeah. on what my cowgirl name should be. Uh-huh. Very disappointing. I mean, I love Dolly. Don't get me wrong, but about all the names, I got Dolly. That was just it. Dolly yeah. was yeah, yours. Not not Dolly last name. No, or just Dolly. Just Dolly. Okay, I saw like a Chico in there. I saw a Rooster in there. I what else did I see? There were some people that just went like, you know, Cowboy Bob, and it's like that's okay. I was just kind of I was seeing if we could be creative with it. But anyway, some of them were were pretty good. I did think Wrath of Cath was very. Um. Creative mm-hmm. because it's creative. Not, it's not one that I would have expected. It's like, oh yeah, somebody's going to say, I, look, I fully expected a couple of buckaroos, right, yeah. or a bronken, or a, like we and we got those. But <laughs> wrath of Cath was one. I go, huh, that's not one I've heard before. So I picked between what numbers? Okay, um, one and twenty-eight. I will pick thirteen. Okay, if your number ends in 1449. All right, congratulations, 1440-9. On television tonight? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, still kind of a wasteland. Baseball's off one more night, aren't they? One of two days yeah, of the entire play, year they play that there's no two, none of the four major sports. They play tomorrow. Yeah, MLB's back tomorrow. Reds and Brewers, big series in Cincinnati. Brewers. I'm going to see, um, well, you're going to see, too. We're going to see the Giants and Reds next week. Mm-hmm. Which G- is a good big series. The Gigantes. All right. Generation Gap on ABC tonight. The Blacklist series finale on NBC. I thought they already showed the series finale. And on FX, the season five premiere of What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> Not familiar with the... What I Do in the Shadows? A Call for the Dog. <laughs> Time to go to bed. That is true. <laughs> Those are the things I do in the shadows. Let's go to chart toppers. Oh wait, I didn't do today in history. I was, was going to say, I was like, wait a second. That's okay. Well, let's do it. We can we can use we this as the it? soundtrack yeah, for today in history. Okay. President Kennedy won the net Democratic presidential nomination this day in 1960. Uh, Teddy Bear was number one in 1956. Making me have to hop around. Deadly rioting against the Civil War uh, military draft erupted in New York City, the state in 1863. The Hollywood Land sign went up in Hollywood, the state in 1923. Thurgood Marshall was nominated to the Supreme Court, the state in, oh yeah, Hollywood Land is uh, 100 years old. 65. Live Aid, the first Live Aid, took place in London, Philadelphia, Moscow, and Sydney, the state in 1985. They're bringing Farm Aid back, by the way. I saw they're taking it back to uh, uh, Indianapolis, like Noblesville. Uh, Birthdays today. Johnny Gilbert is 95, still working every day. Well, he's on our television every day. At age 95, he's still the Jeopardy announcer. Now, their shooting schedule means they have you know quite a bit of time off, but I think it's great that he's still working. Patrick Stewart is 80. He still has his timber. As well. Sometimes when you get that, you know, your voice loses its mm-hmm. timber. Johnny Gilbert still has his. Harrison Ford lost his timber. Wow. He's 81 today. Patrick Stewart, Harrison Ford, too, in the same day. That's, yep. a, that's a heck of a combo. Cheech Marin is 77. By the way, if you've not seen Champions, watch it. 
It's really good. Um, Woody Harrelson. It's the where he gets the the Friends basketball team. It's a special needs basketball team, and it's just really good. It's funny. Louise Mandrell is sixty nine. Cameron Crowe is sixty six. Rhonda Vincent is sixty one. Paul Thorne is fifty nine. Ken Young is fifty four. You maybe call him Young, but Ken Young he's a doctor. Played Leslie Chow on The Hangover. He had his own Love show, him. his own sitcom on he's ABC. In community. He is. Mm-hmm. Yadi Molina is 41. Yeah. Leon Bridges is 34 today. You really have to. You're having such a great day of birthdays, and then you bring that jack wagon. He can't help it when he was born. So I'd like to point out, there is nothing in the header of this list that says, birthdays Sam approve of. Yeah. Well, well, that's one. It's where I wish his birthday was tomorrow, because he wouldn't have gotten a mention. Julius Caesar was born this date in 100 B.C., Dave Garraway in 1913, Bob Crane in 1928, Frank Ramsey in 1931. Excuse me? Yes, I know. What did you say? Today's not Friday. Why wouldn't his birthday get mentioned tomorrow? Because I'm I won't be here tomorrow. So I get to pick which birthdays I I get to mention tomorrow. Yes. And and I would not have mentioned that That, man's birthday. The list becomes birthdays Sam approves of. Correct. But if we're being honest, that list is pretty much birthdays you approve of right now because you don't mention a lot of them, do you? 100%. 100%. Hanky Panky, Tom James and the Shondells, 1966. I was kind of hopeful today was Friday. Thought you had forgotten. I know. Like, 1975, Van McCoy and the Soul City Symphony, number one. Uh, I'm going to miss some songs that I really... Hmm. Running late. Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen, number one in 84. 1993, I was going to play John Anderson, Money in the Bank. Oh. I, I, I don't know why when John Anderson's music comes on, I don't know why I'm apt to listen to it. I think it's just because of swinging. I think swinging left such an impression on me as a kid that like John Anderson got a lot of money in the bank with me. Such a shame. Plus, I mean, sing a song called I'm Just an Old Chunk of Coal. I, without me, Eminem in 02, Rolling in the Deep, Adele in 11, and The Weekend Blinding Lights in 20. There are your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom, if you want to make an easy job seem mighty hard, just keep putting it off. If you want to make an easy job seem mighty hard, just keep putting it off. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. 